Gemara today at the bottom of the Afnun Amit Beis, and the Gemara continues a discussion to the question, the mitzvah or the Aveda of the Levim to sing in the Beis HaMiklash at the time of the Karbonis, what was the main Aveda? To sing with their voices or with the musical instruments? Bepeh or Bekeli? So the Gemara now brings that it seems to be a Machlekes Tanoim. Omer Av Ke Tanoi. This is a Machlekes Tanoim. The Tanan, we're at the top of Nanalof. The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah as follows. Who were the ones that were playing the musical instruments in the Beis HaMikdash? Avde Kayanim Hoyu. These were the servants of the Kayanim. They were not, they were Avadim Kananim that uh, worked for the Kayanim. They would come and play the musical instruments. Divrei Rab That's Rab opinion. Rabbi Yaisi Aimer, no, Mishpachas Beis Apegorim or Mishpachas Beis Tzifaria. These were Mishpachas of Yisraelim. They weren't Levim. These were Yisraelim that had these names, these families. They were from this place that was called Amum. And the reason there was these families, They were very Meyuchistic families that you knew for sure that they're kosher to get married to Kainim. And this was the Kainim chose from these families to get married to them. So they were the Mechatanim with the Kainim. And they, they were the ones that would play the musical instruments in the Beis HaMikdash. It was the Levim themselves that played the, the musical instruments. The Yidin were puzzled to do this. It was the Levim's Aveda. They had to play it themselves. Nusra the Gemara says, so right here you see, clearly, that we said before, my love. So don't you think, the argument here is about this point. What's the main Aveda of the Levim? The first opinion, Rab Meir, that says that Avodim were the ones that played the instruments. Kesavar ikeshire bepet. So he holds the Levim's Aveda is to sing with their voices. The musical instruments is just to accompany, to make it nicer. So therefore the Avodim could do it. Mandam Levim ayu. And then the opinion in the Braisa, Rab Chanina ben Atignis, that said the Levim themselves played it. Because Kesavar, he holds ikeshire bekeli. The main Aveda, the main shire is to do it with a keli. To play with musical instruments. So the Levim themselves had to do it. No, so the Gemara says it's, it's a good husband, but the problem is the middle opinion of Rabbi Yaisi is not explained. Is this a good, good husband for the Machlaikis? Rabbi Yaisi, but if so, the question is going to be Rabbi Yaisi, my Kesava. What does Rabbi Yaisi hold when he says the Avodim did not play it? The Levim didn't either. It was Yisraelim that played it. So what does he hold? If Rabbi Yaisi holds that the main shir is with the voice, so the kalim is not part of the Aveda, so they're not full Avadim Nami. Why wouldn't Rabbi Yaisi agree to Rabbi Meir that even Avadim could play the musical instruments? If Rabbi Yaisi holds that the shira has to be done bekeli, so if so, Levim in Yisraelim loy, he should hold like Rabbi Chanina, then that it has to be done dafka through the Levim. So what's the pshat of Rabbi Yaisi's opinion? This doesn't explain it. Ella, so therefore the Gemara says a different shot. The Kula Alma, everybody agrees. The Shire, the mitzvah of the Levim, their Aveda is to sing with their voices. And that's the Psak Din. That is the main Shire of the Levim. Regarding the musical instruments, what is their Machlaikis? They're arguing about a fact of matter. How did it happen? One opinion is, this is what actually happened. And the other opinion is, this is what happened. They're re- recounting the history of what happened. There's a machloikis of what, what occurred there in the Beis HaMikdash. 
But the Gemara asks, if, if that's the Machlaikis, in other words, they're not really arguing about what the main Aveda consists of. Everybody agrees about that. They're just arguing about the facts. So Lamay Nafkimina, the, the Mishnah wouldn't bring this up if it has no relevance on Lacha Lamaisa. What is the Nafkimina of this Machlaikis of what actually happened? And for the Gemara, the Nafkimina is as follows. What they're arguing is about those that were standing on this platform. Duchen is a platform. When those that got up on the platform to play the musical instruments, could you rely on the fact that because they're there on the platform of the Besamikdash playing the musical instruments, that they could be elevated to rely on their yichus, that they have a good yichus, in other words, even if they were Yisraelim, to know that they have a good yichas, to get married to Akayin. So could you rely on that or not? And also regarding Meiser. Regarding Meiser, to know that this person that was there on this platform playing the musical instruments, could we rely on the fact that he's a Levi, to give him the Meiser the, the edition for the Levi? That's what the relevance over here is. And the Gemara explains, the Machleik is here. The one that says that these were Avodim that, that uh, played the Butekelim, so someone that was playing the musical instruments, you can't rely on that, not for Zichas and not for Meiser. They weren't Levim and they weren't even necessarily Yisraelim. Avodim would play there. So now Rabbi Yaisi's opinion, the middle opinion. Rabbi Yaisi says that there were Davka Yisraelim and there were these Miyuchas Digim Mishpachas that played over there, the, the instruments, Kesavar. So he holds, Mailen Miduchin Leyuchsen. You could elevate, you could rely on those that were there on this duchan, on this platform, for their yichus. But they were Yisraelim. You can't rely on them being Leviim to give them the maestras. And then Abchanine ben Antignis that says that they were Leviim, Kesavar, Mailen, Miduchen, Ben Leyuchsen, Ben Lemaiser. That someone that's there playing on the, with the kalim on this duchan, you could rely on that, that he's a, that he's a Levi and he's a Miyuchis, so both for yichus and for maiser. That's the relevance of their machlaikis. But the basis of their machloikis has nothing to do with whether it's Bekeli, Bepe, everybody else, the main Aveda of the Levim is to sing with their voices. Now the Gemara comes back, this whole discussion began with a machloikis between Rabbi Yaisi by Yehuda and the Chachamim, whether the Chalil, whether blowing with the flute is Deich Shabbos and Yontif or not. And before the Gemara brought that Rabbi Yasef said that this whole machloikis, whether it's Deich Shabbos or Yontif, is only regarding the actual shear that they sang during the Karbanis. And therefore the Gemara got into a whole discussion, is that part of the Aved of the Levim or not? But Rav Yosef said, no one's going to argue regarding the singing that they sang for the Simchas Beis HaSheyeva, which was during the night before they poured it on the Mizbeach. Then, that was just for Simcha Yaseira, that was just for added Simcha, that's for sure not Deich Shabbos. That's what Rav Yosef said. So now the Gemara brings another opinion that argues with this. So the Gemara... Um, Rabbi Yirmiyeh said, Machloikis, the Machloikis of the Chachamim and Rabbi Yaseh by Yehuda was Bishir Shol Sheyeva. It was actually regarding the singing and the playing the musical instruments for the Simchas Beis HaSheyeva that they played all night. The Rabbi Yaseh by Yehuda Sovar, Rabbi Yaseh by Yehuda's opinion is, Simcha Yaseyre, even this added Simcha, even though it's not part of the Aveda by the Karbin, Nami Deiches HaShabbos, it also pushes off Shabbos. The reason is, Rashi here says, the whole Isser of playing the Khalil, the flute, is not an Isser Minatayra. It's an Isser Midrabanan, because you might come to be Misak and Mona, but Minatayra there's no Isser. So in the Beis Mikdosh, because it's only a Shvus, and for this added Simcha, so the Rabbi Yisrael Bayyudi says it's Mutter. 
Rabbanan Tzavri and Rabbanan Old Simcha Yisera Einadeiches Hashabbos. This Simcha, since it's not Avedah by the Karbanis, it's just for the added Simcha. No, they did not push off the Shavuos. It's not Deiches Hashabbos. Aval Bishir Shal Karbin. When it comes to the Shir that they sang and they played with the instruments by the Karbin itself, Divrei Akel Avedi. Everybody agrees it's an Avedah Vedeiches Hashabbos, and therefore it does push off Shabbos. So he's, in other words, Rabbi Yirmiya Baraba is arguing Rabbi Yosef in two points. Sai is arguing when he gets to Simchas Beis Hashayeva, that Rabbi Yosef Bayuda holds that it is Deich Shabbos. And Sai is arguing when he gets to the Shir during the carbon. Rabbi Yosef said that that's where there's a machloikis. And Rabbi Yirmiya Baraba is saying, is, no, there, there's no machloikis. There everybody agrees that it is going to be Deich Shabbos. So Meisvei, the Gemara asks a question of Yosef's opinion. It says clearly in another b'raise, the same achleikis, but with a different lashon. So in this b'raise it says, Shir shal she'eva, the song that they sang, this is what they, all the instruments that they used by the she'eva, for the, by when they were drawing the water, as an introduction for drawing the water, doiches ha-shabbos, this pushes off Shabbos. Divrei rab yeisi ba Yehuda. That even Yantav, it's not doiche. So in the lashon of this b'raise, it clearly says that they're arguing about the shir shal she'eva. Not the shir that they sang during the pouring of the wine by the karbanas. To yufte, the Rav Yosef, to yufte. So this refutes Rav Yosef's pshat and the smachlaikis. So the Gemaras and Aleme, now let's go to another point here. Bishir shal sheyevu, the pligi. So now based on this, since we have a clear b'raisa that says that they're arguing by the shir of the sheyevu, so that's where the machlaikis is. Avol bishir shal karbin, but when it comes to playing the instruments during the, the karbin itself, when they actually poured the wine on the mizbeach, over there we should say, divri akoyl, deiches ha-shabbos, that everybody would agree that it is deiches ha-shabbos, like Rabbi Yirmiya Barabbas said. And if so, So this would refute Rav Yasef's opinion in two points, also regarding the shear of the carbon, where Rav Yasef said there was a machlaikis. Shall we say that over here everybody agrees that it is Daikh Shabbos? So it refutes Rav Yasef's opinion in this as well. Because the Braisa said only by Shir Shal they're arguing. So the Gemara says, no, this Braisa doesn't necessarily refute Rav Yasef's opinion in that. Because I can say, Amalach Rav Yasef, Rav Yasef would tell you, Pligi b'shir shal sheyeva. The Braisir is saying that they're arguing about the shir of sheyeva. But for who adin lekarbon? Really, they also they also argue whether playing the instruments by the carbon is deich shabbos or not. But v'hai the kamifligi b'shir shal sheyeva. The reason why they argue the machlokes was regarding shir shal sheyeva. Lo'idiyacha koyche de rabbi it was to show you how far the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi goes when he was matter, Rabbi Yaisi by Yehuda. How far his opinion goes when he was matter to use the musical instruments in Shabbos. That even for the Simchas Beis HaSheyeva, which was not part of the Aveda of the carbon, it was just the Simcha Yisera that they had before, that even that, Nami Dachi, is also the Shabbos. In other words, it's, it's really they're arguing about both. They're arguing about singing and playing with the musical instruments by the Shir Shosheyeva. They're also arguing about playing the musical instruments when they pour the wine during the carbon. It's bringing the Machlaikas regarding the Shir Shosheyeva because it wants to show you how far the Heter of Rabbi Yasef by Yehuda goes. So therefore, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily refute that part of what Rabbi Yasef said. But now the Gemara is going to ring from our Mishnah, which will refute this part of what Rabbi Yasef said as well. So the Gemara continues. But for Ketani, we learned in the, the Mishnah, the, the, in the beginning of the Perik here, so what did it say? Zehu Khalil shall base Sheyeva. This is the flute of the Simchas Beis Sheyeva. She'ene deiche loyes Shabbos for loyes Yamtif. 
It does not push off, not Shabbos and not Yantav. Why does the Mishnah use the term Zehu? This is. So the Gemara is Medaik. Zehu de It's only this, only the Simchas Beis HaShayeva that doesn't push off Shabbos. Avol de Karben Deiche. But for the singing, using the flute, by the carbon is going to be Deiche Shabbos. In other words, what you see in our Mishnah is that there's a distinction. We're, we're distinguishing between the, the using the flute for Simchas Beis HaShayeva and using a musical instrument by the Karbonis. So Namani, according to whose opinion is this? If this is going to be according to Rabbi Yehuda, by Yehuda, you can't make this distinction. Rabbi Yehuda by Yehuda clearly said in the Brises that was quoted before, He holds that even, even by the Simchas Beis Shieva, you can use a flute on Shabbos and Yontif. So there's no chilek according to him. So it could only be according to the opinion of Rabbanon that say that by Simchas Beis Shieva, you can't use the flute. And according to him, the Mishnah is saying, only Zehu, only there you can't use the flute. But for the shear of the carbon itself, you could. Say if so, Vityufte, the Rav Yasef, Betarti, this refutes Rav Yasef's opinion in two points, even regarding this point here as well, regarding the shear shal carbon. Rav Yasef said that there's an argument by shear shal carbon, but here from our Mishnah you see that even the Rabbanon are made that when it comes to the shear shal carbon, it is going to be Deich Shabbos, Tiyufte. So it refutes Rav Yasef's opinion in both points. So the maskara of the Gemara is that by the Simchas Beis HaShayeva, there's a machlaikis, whether it's Deich HaShabbos or not. By the Shir of the Karbin, for sure, everybody agrees that it is Deich HaShabbos. Zog the Gemara, so now the Gemara brings the sources of this whole machlaikis we had before, regarding what is the Ikka Shir by a Karbin. Is the Ikka with the voice that they sang, or is the Ikka with the Kalim, with the instruments that they were singing? What's the source of their machlaikis? My time with the Mandoma Ikka Shir What's the source? Of the Mandama that says that the main mitzvah is the singing with their voices. Because there's a Pasik that says, Bekli, sorry, I went down. Bekli. What's the, the reason for the Mandama that says that the main singing is Bekalim, with the musical instruments? Because there's a Pasik that says, Chiskiyo said to bring the carbon on the Mizbeach. When they began bringing the carbon, they began singing with the trumpets, with the musical instruments from David Melech Yisrael. So the Pasuk is clearly saying that they were using the Kalim to sing by the Karbanis. And what's the reason for the, what's the source of the opinion that says that the singing is with the voices? that they all sang in one voice. They sang together. So it says that the point is that they sang with their voices. Koil. Those are the two psukim. So now the Gemara is going to explain each one of the psukim according to the other opinion. V'idach nami, not the other opinion that says that the shiru was bepeh, but aksiv And the other pasuk it says that they brought the kalim. So according to his opinion, he, he touches that pasuk as follows. When it says in the beginning of the Pasuk they began singing, that's Pepe. They began singing with their voices. And then when it says, That's just to make their voices more gishmak, more beautiful, more sweet. So it was accompanied by the musical instruments. Now the other opinion as well. And in this Pasuk it says that they were singing. It doesn't mention anything about the Kalim. According to him, no, you, you do see a hint over here that it's talking about Kalim. This is how you read the Pasuk. They were singing just like those that blow with trumpets. 
Just like Mechatzatzer means trumpets, it's a musical instrument. Af Mishayrinim, the Lashon Mishayrinim means they were singing, but not just singing, but Bekeli. They were singing, making the musical notes with the Kalim that they had over there. So therefore, you see that it was with Kalim. So here's the Mishnah where it brings you to say that the famous Mishnah regarding the Simcha that there was in the Beis Mikdash for the Simcha's Beis HaShayeva. One that did not see the Simcha of Simcha's Beis HaShayeva has never seen a true Simcha in his lifetime. It's an interesting Lashen. The Rebbe points out that the, the, the Mishnah could have said a direct Lashen that the Simcha of the Beis HaShayeva is the greatest Simcha. Instead it sort of says if you, if you didn't see it you may think that you saw another Simcha, but you really never saw a Simcha in your lifetime. So the Mishnah is trying to point out to you that a person does experience different points and moments of Simcha in his life, and you think that that's the ultimate Simcha. But the ultimate Simcha is not that. The Mishnah wants you to know that the M is the Simcha is Dafka in the Beis HaMikdash by Simcha's Beis HaShayeva. And the Hasbro that it always says in Chassidus, and the Rebbe brings this very often is, because we sometimes mistake what the M of Simcha is. The Amasinian of Simcha does not come from wine or from something that's a geschmack or a good taste, whether Begashmiris, whether Beruchnis, but the Amasinian of Simcha comes from Nisachamayin. The Nisachamayin, which represents the pure Kabbalah from the essence of the Neshama, which is Lamaila Mitam Vedas, not necessarily the Seichel and the geschmack that you feel, but Adarabah, the absolute Bittal, that's the real source of Simcha. That's the Amasinian Simcha. So any other Simcha a person experiences, if it doesn't come from this kind of a Simcha, Leira Simcha Miyamov. In that sense, so the Rebbe explains many times, so it's shaykh to experience and see this uh, simcha of simchas beis hashavi even today. If a person has the simcha that comes from this true, true bittel, so then that's the true simcha. But the diak of the Mishnah, that it says, Mishalei Ra, the Rebbe says the diak is the Ra. It doesn't say who, the one that didn't experience, the one that wasn't mishtatif. The aspect of Ra, that's something that was only Bizman Shabbos and Migdash Kayan. Today we, we, we don't have that level of Ra to see. Like, like we know, it always says that any when you see something, it's, it's much deeper. It, it touches the person much deeper. So that's the Chiddush over here. The Dafke then, in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, they saw this level of Simcha. If you don't see that, you never had this deep experience of Simcha. That what? Right, right. With yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when it came Matzi, the first day of Yantif, so Yardul Ezra's Nashim, they went down into the area of Ezra's Nashim. That was the place where the whole Simchas Beis Hashavit took place. And they would over there do a big tikkun. They would fix up the place, prepare it for the Simchas Beis Hashavit. And there were different things they did. First, Menoyres Shalzav Ayusham. There were very tall golden menorahs there, varba sefalim shalzav birasheim, and there were four. These menorahs had four big lamps that were like these massive jugs to be able to put oil inside of them, and uh, they made they created a massive light, as we'll see here. Varba sulamis, and there were four ladders for each one of these uh, lamps that they lit in these menorahs. And there were four of the younger Kainim that climbed up these ladders to go and light them. And they had in their hands these, these massive barrels that were a total of 120 lug for all four of them. Okay, divided into four for each one of them. And each one of these Kainim would climb up with these heavy barrels and they would pour the oil into these uh, massive lamps. And then what would they use for the, for the wicks? 
from the worn out pants that the Kayanim wore, from the worn out gartel that they were wearing, they would tear it, and that's what they would make the wicks for and then light it. There was no courtyard in Yerushalayim that didn't get from this light, it was so bright that it didn't get lit up from this bright light that there was in the, from, the, uh, from the Menoris over there in the Chatzar of the Beis HaMikdosh. Right, so over here the Rebbe Oslo used to always bring this, that the point of here is that the Simcha of the Kayanim or the Yidin in the, the Chatzar of the Azad and the Beis HaMikdosh, the point was it should go out. It should come into every private chotzer, every private chotzer of a yid in the city of Yerushalayim. So the chsidim and anshimaise would dance over there with these torches of fires should be daying with their hands. So they would juggle them, right? They would juggle, they would throw it up and bring it, it would come down. As Rashi here says, and Rashi says that they would do this either with uh, four torches or with eight torches, that they would throw it up and juggle it. So this is something that's uh, brought in my modem of Chassidus to explain what the significance of this is. This wasn't just for the purpose of saw, showing some kind of a juggling show, but there was a, a very high Ruchni's again over here. So the, the, the diak over here is that it says Chassidim and Anshe Maisa. Chassidim and Anshe Maisa are in a way sort of opposites. Chassidim are people that are pious, totally removed of Gashmias, and Anshe Maisa are people that are people of action. So the, in the, my modem it explains that's the whole point, to bring together the Chassidim, that are more shaykh to Ruchnius and Anshimaisa, that are more shaykh to Gashmius, but also serving the Ebishter in Gashmius. And this is uh, over here in this juggling of the Avukas Shaloyer, it's also, you have the two opposite things. On one hand, it's, it's torches of fire. In other words, it's not a level of uh, revelation of Oyer, but it's torches. It's a very high level of Oyer that's connected to the Chsidim. But on the other hand, it's, uh, it's not one massive fire, it's many. It's, it's, it's shaykh to the Anshe Maisa, where it's divided into the details and the juggling. The, the, so the union of Kalim being connected more to Gashmias. Also, this, the, the number of four and eight is explained in the Maimonim as well. The four is connected to the Daldoises of Shemavaya. The eight is the, the number of eight. As we always know, there's a mile of the number of eight that it says the Gili lost at Lava is hinted in the number of eight. So all these things have significance. It was all Meramis, the very high Ruchnis, the Ginyanim. It's not Stam Episashow or something. And then, they would say and sing to the Ebesh, the Gemara will explain what they are. And the Levim, and the Levim would be there as well. Bekinayres, benevalim, bemetzaltayim, bechatzaitzres, with their uh, with their harps and with their cymbals and with their trumpets, or beklishir, and all kinds of musical instruments. Belimispar, without any particular number, they would have many different musical instruments that they used to, to play there. Al chamesh esrei milas. Where were they standing on the fifteen steps? Hayyades, meezres Yisrael, leezres nashim. When you come out from the area of the Azara. Coming down to the Ezra's Noshim, there were 15 steps there, that's where they would stand. Keneged, Chomesh Esre Mailis, or the Chomesh Esre Shira Mailis, Shebetilim. The 15 Shira Mailis of the Tilim, that's the 15 steps that were there. Sha'aleim, Leviyim, Oimdim, Beklishir, that's where they would stand with their musical instruments, and Vaimrim Shira, and they would sing for the Eivishter. There were two Kayanim that were standing by the, the, by the gate. In other words, the entrance to go from Ezra's Nashim into the Ezra's Yisrael. That's the, it's a famous shah, it's called Shar Nikner. And that's where the Kainim would stand. Shayyirid, 
by that shard that you come down from the Ezra Yisrael to the Ezra Nashim. And they had two trumpets in their hands. And that, that's where they would stand and blow with those trumpets. So when the Gever would announce that it's already Aloysa Shachar, according to some opinions, this is actually even before Aloysa Shachar. So Toku, Veheriu, Vetoku. So then they would blow with their Chatzaisris, Atkia, True, and Tkia. And they would start going down. So the, 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 the Shi'ive, the drawing of the water, actually took place then, after the whole Simcha of the whole night, towards the morning. That's when the Shi'ive of the water took place. So they would go down and they would start going down. It was a whole procession how they went down. So they first they blew the trumpets when they were at the top of the steps and then they started going down. They came to the 10th step. Again, they blew a tkia through a tkia. They came down to the bottom of the steps into the Ezer Snoshim. They blew again. And then from there they were blowing with the trumpets until they came to the gate from the Ezer Snoshim going out into the Arabais. And the Mizrach gate, when they came to that gate that was by the Mizrach of the Ezra's Noshim, so they turned around to face Maidev's side. They were facing the, the Bisa Mikdash and the Kaidash Akedashim. And they said as follows Our forefathers that were here in this place by the time of the first Bisa Mikdash, towards the end of the first Bisa Mikdash, They've, they've, their backs were to the Heichel, and their faces, they were facing towards Mizrech, and they served the Vedizara, and they bowed down to the sun. But we are turning around to the Besamikdash, and our eyes are towards the Ebishter, towards the Besamikdash. Rabbi Yehuda says, they would repeat this and say it twice, we are towards the Ebishter, and our eyes are towards the Ebishter. That was the procession. And then from there, they went out of the Azada, they went out to the Mea Shiluach to draw the water to bring it into the Beis HaMikdash. So this is the, there's actually a shtickle discussion about this in the Rishonim, in the Mepharshim, the Negev, to when they drew the water, when, when, when exactly was Korah Gever? There's two opinions, whether Korah Gever is by Aloysa Shachar, maybe even it's closer to Netzachama, but according to some opinions, Korah Gever is even before Aloysa Shachar. If it's before Aleisa Shachar, it could be an issue with a Psul Belina. Psul Belina is, even if it's from the night, even if it wasn't from the previous day, there could be an issue with it. But if Kara Gever means if it's from the Aleisa Shachar or from Netzachama, so then there's no issue of Lina that it's from overnight. So here you see how it was done, that the whole Simcha was before as the introduction for drawing the water. One that did not see this simcha of Beis HaShe'eva, never saw a simcha in his lifetime. Similar, someone that did not see the city of Yerushalayim and its beauty, never saw a beautiful city in his life. Someone that never saw the Beis HaMikdash when it was standing, never saw a beautiful binyan in his lifetime. Mayhi, which building, which uh, Beis Hamikdash is it speaking about? It's speaking about the binyan that Hordes built, the second Beis Hamikdash. Banye, how did he build it? With marble stones, which are um, white. Sheshe is uh, white. And, um, and, and, and marmara, which is... Uh, 
So, sorry, again, marmara is white. Sheisha is, is more bluish or greenish. Rashi says uh, it's ke'en uh, yorik, I guess, similar to green. Okay? So, so two colors, two colors of marble. White marble and bluish, greenish marble. Ikedomri. Again. So again, sheisha is greenish. Ikedomri, others say, ba'avni sheisha, kuchle umarmara. That there was the three colors to this. There was sheisha, which is white, kuchle, which is uh, bluish, and marmara, which is green. And the way he built it was, apik sofa, va'ayal sofa. It wasn't just one straight, flush uh, row of bricks that were all in the same. But it was going in and out, in and out. That's the way they were positioned. Kihechi, the lekabel sida. He did it because of the construction. It's easier for the, for the cement or the, 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 the sid. The, the, the plaster that you put between these marbles that it should hold better so when you position it in a way that it's not exactly straight it, 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 it will stand stronger. It's a construction, you did it that way. But then afterwards, Sovar Lemishen Bidava. So because it was going in and out, you had space where you can put in over there other so you could put in gold over there. He wanted to, he wanted to plate it with gold to make it even nicer. Omrulei Rabbanon, the Rabbanon said to him, Shafke, leave it the way it is. This is actually even nicer than plating it with gold. These colors of the marble, it's white and blue and maybe green also, so it looks like the waves of water. So that was the beauty of the binion that Hordes built. Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda, Imen we learned, Rabbi Yehuda said, Mi shaleira, diyuflustun, shalaksandria. One that did not see this place that was called the Yuflustun. It's not a place, it's actually it was a massive shul. That was like this massive palace that had these rows of benches that the, the, the people sat inside to daven there. That's why it's called Yuflustun. Yu means double rows of, of benches that were inside there. And then like, this was in Alexandria and Mitzrayim. Shalal Alexandria, Shal Mitzrayim. So in that time there was a huge community of Yidin that lived there. So one that did not see this, never saw the honor of Yidin. Amru, they had said about that time period over there in that place, this shul was like this massive palace, with rows of benches, one row within the other. Sometimes, there was 600,000 Yidin there. Keflayim Kiyaitzim Mitzrayim. Double the amount I mean, of, of the Eden that went out of Mitzrayim. You have here the, the girsa on the side, which uh, fits a little bit better. If you see if it says on the side, Sometimes there were 600,000 Eden present there. And others say, right? In other words, 1.2 million Eden that were there in this shul. There were 71 thrones, these huge, these nice chairs. Keneged ayin alev she Sanhedrin gedayla for the seventy-one of the Sanhedrin gedayla that were there, and kolachas vaachas each one of these thrones einop chusa me esrim veechad riboy kikrezav was made out of gold no less than twenty-one riboy kikrezav which is a tremendous amount of gold for for one for one throne. It's I mean it's a bigashmis. It's very difficult to understand how you could have so much gold in one throne. The Aruch Laner says that you have to change the gears in the Gemara. Instead of kikrezov, uh, uh, a kikre is a very big amount of gold. He says it's supposed to be dinrezov, which is a smaller coin. Either way, there were very big, nice golden thrones there. 
Ubimeshalates, and there was a wooden bime, Bamtsiisa, in the middle of this shul. The Khazna Knesses Aimedaleim and the Gabai of the Shul stood on this bime, Vasudrin Biyodoi, and he had a handkerchief in his hand. Vikivin Shigilanis Amin. When it came to answering Amen, Halah Mainiv Besudr, he would wave his handkerchief. And Vakala Mainim Amin. And everyone would answer Amin. So this is a famous Gemara, this, this piece here, because it's a big Chiddush. You have the Gemara in Brachas that clearly says you can't answer Amin on a Bracha unless you yourself hear the end of the Bracha. Here you see they answered Amin, even though they didn't hear the end. They, they picked up with a handkerchief. There's a different, different Tirutzim in the Rishayim. How to explain this? One of the main Tirutzim is that if you're hearing a Bracha and nobody else heard the Bracha, just you alone. And you didn't hear that, you didn't actually hear the conclusion of the bracha, you can't answer Amin. Over here, there's many people. Someone did hear the end of the bracha. Uh, many people did hear. And, uh, and you didn't hear it because you're at the back of the shul. And someone's picking up a handkerchief. And that's enough. If someone else heard, you could answer Amin if you're following together with everyone else. Another interesting thing in this shul is, they didn't, there was a seating arrangement. But they didn't just sit randomly wherever you wanted. But it was according to different your, your uh, jobs that you had. People that were working with gold had their section in the shul. The people that were working with silver, uh, silversmiths in their section of the shul. The ones that worked with metal in their section of the shul. The one that worked with copper in their section of the shul. The weavers in their section of the shul. So what's the reason for this? You might think, oh, because everyone could be in his industry. So we can redden during davening. That wasn't the reason. The reason was because then when you had a poor individual that didn't have employment, he came into the shul. He would see where is the section of the shul that people that work in the things that he knows how to do. And then if he would go to that area. He would be able to find Parnassah for himself and for, for his family. So he knew where to go in the shul. So this shows you an interesting thing. Yeah, it shows you that uh, even when you go to a shul, another yid comes into a shul, you have to, add, you have to interest yourself. Do you have Parnassah? Do you not have you know, Parnassah? Omar Abaye said, what happened? But this massive community had a bitter end. The Kulu, all of them, Katlino, Alexandris Smaikdin. They came, Alexander Smaikten, then killed them all. Others are not great as because Alexander Smaikten was in the earlier time period. Take out the word Smaikten. So, okay, what happened? My time, why were they all punished? Because they were over on the Pasuk that says, that you should not go back to Mitzrayim. And they did, they came back there to Mitzrayim. So what happened? Ki also, when Alexander Smaikten came, Ashkechino da'avakaru b'sifra. He pumped came at the time when they were reading in the Chumash, the, the, this week's parasha, the Teicheche. Yisa, Hashem, Alecha, Goy, Merochek, the Eivish will bring upon you a nation from far that will wipe you out. He came pumped when they were reading the Teicheche. So Omar, he said as follows, Mechti, let's see, Ahu Gavre, this person, referring to himself, I was traveling to come here to Alexandria, and it was a, it's a voyage that takes 10 days. A, a big wind came and picked up, and my, my boat arrived there in five days. So therefore he says that if I arrived early and I came punk then, when you're reading in this passage where it talks about the Teicheche, it's a sign from heaven that, 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 that uh, you deserve to be punished. Nafal Alayu, he attacked them, the Katlinu, and he wiped out this whole community.
The next thing I said in the Mishnah was the Matzah Yomtev, that on Matzah Yomtev there was a Tikkun Godel. My Tikkun Godel. When the Mishnah says the Tikkun Godel, what is that referring to? So it's not, in other words, it's not referring to the Menaitis that they put up there. It's referring to something else. What is this Tikkun Godel? Amar Abelazar, It's like this that it says in the Braise, Chaloka, that is, Chaloka Isa Berishayna. The walls of the Ezra Snashim were just plain walls, smooth plain walls. And then, and then the tikkun was that they created these supports and they put these porches on these supports on these walls. And they, their takana was that the women should be on the top on these balconies, on the porches, and the men, their simcha was below. And another Braiser elaborates more. We learned, In the beginning, the way they separated the men from the women was the women were inside the Ezra's Noshim. That's why it got the name Ezra's Noshim, because the women were on the inside and the men were on the outside. But for Hai Bainla de Kalisraish, it's. I guess in the Harabayas. Huh? Yeah? Rashi says, Narabayas, yeah. Not, not inside the actual Azara. But but still, because they were on the same level on the ground, they came to Kalis Reish, there was mingling. So they put the women on the outside, and the men on the inside. So maybe if the men are inside, they're not going to be interested in going out. They're on the inside. But still, there was still Kalis Reish. So then, that was a takana that they made these balconies for the women at the top, and the men were below. How could they build into the structure of the walls of the Azara these balconies? But the Pasik says, that everything in the Beis HaMikdash is all from the Ebeshah, exactly the way it's supposed to be, and you're not allowed to add to the structure of the Beis HaMikdash. So the Mepharshim explained, it does, the problem is not the actual balconies. The actual balconies, they all, it's only there temporarily. Yantif, Yamatsi Yantif Rishon, they would put it up and take it off after Yantif. It was the supports of the balconies that remained there the entire year. And that, how could they add that? Amarav. There's a Pasik that they found and they darshaned and then according to this Pasik they said that it's necessary to do this. That the eulogy in the world is going to be each Mishpacha separately and this is speaking about Lasad Lavai after Mashiach comes and it's a Hespid as Rashi says a Mashiach ben Yosef that's going to be killed. So based David Levad on Nishayim Levad the, the, the men, again, Mishpachas based David Levad and Nishayim Levad. The men, the, the men of the families are going to be separate and the women are going to be separate. That's the Pasik. So now Amri they said, So we can learn from here, Kavachayim. So then they're the eulogizing Mashiach ben Yosef. And at that time period, they don't have the Yitzhahara anymore. Amr al the Tayyid says, Anoshim Levad, Venoshim Levad, that the men were separate and women were separate. Achshav Shasukim, Besimcha, Vyetzahara, Shailutbem. Now, when there's a Simcha and there's still Yetzahara amongst the Malachas, Kamavakama. Most definitely, you have to have a separation and the women have to be at the top. Interesting. Okay, so that's the Gemariah. The Rebbe in one Ha'ar and the points out that there was a time period, though, that the men and the women were on the same level together and they weren't worried about the Yetzahara B'chlal. And that is by Kriyas Yamsuf. And Miriam sang with the, with, the, with the Shira and so on, that was even higher than what it says. It's going to be lost of love, and then there was no Yetzirah at all.